Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, welcome to Folklore Friday. Today I'm going to talk about the eight medicine Buddhas. Hey guys, so I was very interested in this topic the other day. You know, I'm not one to set out uh, any sort of objects and, and things like that, as of course you know. And uh, one of the things that I was very interested in the other day is I took a class um, all about health for 2021 and kind of connecting your feng shui to your personal, um, you know, your health. And I was very fascinated that um, the teacher, I want to credit uh, Sonia Chung, who is is a feng shui master in um, in Singapore. Um, she, we know, is the one that taught this class, and she put up a picture of the medicine Buddha. Well, one thing that struck me of the medicine Buddha is that it actually, you know, there's eight different ones, and I was like, there's eight different directions in the house. Is you know, does this connect to feng shui in some kind of way? And she did also give a guide of talking about where to put the medicine Buddhas within your home and you know which ones to use. So I kind of want to go over this information with you guys and just kind of talk a little bit about the history of the medicine Buddha, also. So here I'm referencing uh, BuddhaWeekly.com, which of course I'll link to in the show notes. Um, so it talks about the 12 vows that were taken by the Buddha. It says the 12 vows um, before he became a Buddha are key to understanding the unrestrained and growing popularity of the Lapus Lazuli Buddha, which is um, you know what he's referred to as. And it says, just remembering his name and his vows brings healing. Reading the 12 vows is also a healing experience. Reciting the Medicine Guru Sutra is also very powerful. And um, he selflessly swore 12 different vows. I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit because um, it's, it's pretty lengthy to read all 12 of them. The first vow that the Buddha makes is that he shall vow to bring people enlightenment, of course, so they can attain enlightenment just like him. Uh, another one, the second one is all about, um, it's kind of like a mind, body, and spirit one. So it's about, you know, a being I guess like balance or having this enlightenment enough to be able to fulfill your dreams. So it's about the ability to fulfill dreams. Number three is vowing um, boundless wisdom. Number four is leading those who have gone astray back onto the right path. Number five is more about um, moral conduct and, and spiritual purity. Number six is the vow to help those who are physically disabled. And um, it says here that, all who pay homage to Buddha will be blessed. Number seven is about alleviating the pain of uh, poverty and a uh, physical pain. Number eight is vowing to help women who have undergone suffering or are being oppressed. Number nine is vowing to free all beings from evil thoughts and I guess the attack of evil. Number 10 is vowing to save prisoners who have repented and victims of natural disasters. Number 11 is um, saving those who are suffering from starvation. Number 12 is suffering uh, the, uh, to save those suffering from poverty. And it says you're tormented by mosquitoes and wasps. Um, since I attribute this more to medicine, it's my guess would be because, you know, the course of mosquitoes carry, carry diseases. So to alleviate um, people who may be carrying disease. 
And I just think that's, that's so beautiful. Reading this, I was like, wow, that's really amazing. Um, of course, again, I'll link to it down below so you can read through it yourself if you'd like to. And here on the website that I got this from, it says, who couldn't feel drawn to Buddha willing to help us with such powerful vows simply by the virtue of calling on his name? And I just think that's amazing. So a lot of people, when they think of Medicine Buddha, they think of the the thinner Buddha, he's blue in color, he has long ears, uh, a pointy head, and um, he's usually surrounded by um, other entities. So although he is the medicine Buddha, there is a different Buddha that actually directs all of the different um, Buddhas. So um, for that purpose, we're going to start with him. He's in the center. And um, with feng shui also, the center of your home is very much about health. And although they said he, he does come from, I've looked in some different things and it said he came from the east, but he actually lives in your heart. And of course, if you think about it, that's kind of the center of your body and, and all things, you know, revolve around the heart. Just like the home in feng shui is called the heavenly heart of your home. So let's start with the center Buddha and talk about the blue guy. So again, Sitra Buddha, he comes from the center of your home. If you want to place out um, this sort of statue, I would recommend placing it in the center of your home. Of course, blue in color and is said to be the light of lapis and the guru of medicine. Um, his mudra is granting the supreme. And here it says um, that he's good for those who are on the wrong or lesser paths. Those with deformed bodies. If you have, you know, something wrong, um, where your body's deformed, you're supposed to use him and, you know, and pray to him tormented by illness, um, refugees. This is people lacking necessities in life, people that need medicine and people that need support of friends. Those condemned by fire or hungry or thirsty, um, who've committed wrongs in pursuit of substance, which I kind of talked about with the, the vows um, those without clothing, living in poverty, persecuted day and night by heat, flies, and wasps. So he's the one that takes care of this. Moving on to the south, if you want to place a medicine Buddha in the south, um, for this purpose, you can use the one that is gold in color. So it's kind of actually a yellowy gold. Um, so it says here, terminated by diseases, epidemics, um, pressured by killers by the living dead, not sure what that means, struck by blindness, deafness, madness, skin disease, vicious illness, um, diluted by desire, hatred, or ignorance, those committed five heinous acts, or abandoned the Dharma, fallen into poverty without food, drinks, money, clothing, you know, um, if you lack necessities in life, if you've been beaten, bound, cast into prison, or tormented by weapons, tormented by heat, cast among lions, tigers, bears, and snakes, or people living in fear of their lives. I don't think we have to worry about that in the modern world, I hope. Those involved in terrors of war, fights, and conflicts. Those lost at sea, thrown into the waves of the ocean, and uttering cries of despair. You can, again, um, place this uh, guy in the south of your home if you'd like to pray to him for these purposes. So Medicine Buddha of Melodious Sound, he resides in the southwest. So, again, you can place this Buddha there. He's kind of a yellow in color. It says he's adorned with jewels, the moon, and a lotus flower. And his mudra is granting the supreme. So for the benefit of those who love business and commerce, and it led them, you know, to the distraction away from the Buddha mind, those tormented by cold, heat, hunger, and thirst, women whose bodies have been tormented by pain or suffering at childbirth, those tormented by death, enemies, and isolation, 
parents, family, and friends lost in grief, those wandering in darkness or persecuted by demons, those who lack intelligence are confused and attracted to, it says base things, so I'm assuming very basic or um, simple things, for those who are at the end of the eon, when the world burns, suffering alone without protection. I wouldn't want to be them. So for this, the benefit of this, you can place this Buddha in the Southwest. I think this is pretty interesting. So from the West here, Medicine Buddha, um, it's a stainless, excellent gold, great jewel who accomplishes all vows. Um, their mudra is teaching Dharma. But it says here that the best and purest of gold are the color of golden waters. So um, like a jewel. But in feng shui also, the west, of course, is the yin metal, which is represents the jewel. So for the benefit of those who have killed or destined to suffer much illness, short life, to be killed by water, poisons, fires, and disease. Those who have stolen or are destined to live in poverty, plagued by hunger, thirsty and lack clothing those who fight and kill each other or with minds of hatred or those blinded by desire hatred ignorance or devoid of morality and live evil lives so if you would wish to pray for these types of people place medicine buddha in the west and offer up a prayer for medicine buddha melodious ocean of proclaimed dharma who is the color of pink and holds a mudra of teaching dharma this one comes from the north, so you can place uh, this Buddha here. So for those born into families with wrong views, with no faith, for those who have not heard the sounds of Buddha Dharma, uh, born in distant lands or the, and under the influence of wrong teachings, for those, it says, bereft of clothing, ornaments, incense, garland, ointments, bedding, and medicine, and those who live in non-virtue, for those by the force of ripening karma, argue, fight, and harm each other with weapons. Again, you can place it in the north for praying for this reason. There in the northeast, we have the Coral Red Buddha, who is the medicine Buddha of clear knowing, supreme wisdom, and an ocean of dharma. So he's, again, kind of a corally color. The mudra is granting the supreme. So he's supposed to be for those working in fields and in business who fight and argue. Those who have taken the path of 10 non-virtues and are to be reborn in hell. Those under the oppression of others, bound, beaten, thrown into prisons, or condemned to death. Or those of a short life who commit many wrongs. In the southeast is the golden Buddha. He is supposed to be the Buddha and the mighty prince of the Sakya clan in the color of pure gold. It is promised that those who supplicated the seven medicine Buddhas and recited the mantra 8,000 times would be freed from all obstructions formed by past deeds, would not be struck down by illness, would enjoy a long life with no untimely death, free from harms, death, arguments, fighting, and separation, and would fall into the hands of oppressors, or rather would not fall into the hands of oppressors, and that all your wishes would come true. So who wants to start working on this 8,000 times with me? <laughs> Let's clear our karma away, guys. For 
free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends.